Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. The Tuesday, day before Thursday edition, Bobby Mack Electric Radio program getting underway. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and uh, take part in a conversation with a kid today. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address bob at 1063word.com i was just going through the uh, cable channels because i was watching president trump as he did a news conference from the white house this afternoon about the uh, distribution of the uh, wuhan flu vaccine that is coming up and right now uh, general perna uh, u.s army is on there uh, he is talking about the uh, the logistics of the delivery of the vaccine to various distribution sites. And uh, he is wearing, and this is another accomplishment, I I guess we can put at uh, the feet of President Trump. Uh, His uniform looks so good. Uh, I know they went to the Army Blue, which was a uh, hearkened back, I guess, to uh, uh, the uh, 19th century Army uniforms when they, they had blue. But uh, these uh, these World War Two, what they what the old timers used to call pink and greens, uh, those World War Two era uniforms just look so good. They really do. And, and uh, he is on there talking about the distribution. Now, then here in my little hot hands, I have this from the Pharma Times online website. Since we were just talking about the distribution of the vaccine, Pharma Times obviously is a a website that keeps people up to date with what's going on in big pharma. Pfizer, one of the manufacturers of the uh, COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer is expanding its research and development efforts in China and announced plans to build a new facility. An agreement has been signed to establish a new Pfizer R&D center in Wuhan. What was that I just heard coming back? 
uh, laughter, uh, shock and amazement. What's the old drop we used to use all the time, money paint? What? What? Yeah, Pfizer is going to establish a new R&D center in Wuhan, China. <laughs> that, I don't know about you, but this certainly fills me with confidence. Which the firm says represents an expansion of its existing facility in Shanghai. Once the new plant is built, the company expects a number of employees to grow to 200 within three years, but gave no details about the financial investment involved. Okay, there you go. Right into, right into the shredder, <laughs> as Pfizer. And now, well, look, you know, the, the R&D facility that the Chinese have, the, the, uh, the lab, they have over there. Where do you think some of that money came from? Came from Fauci and the WHO. Man. Could this year possibly get any stranger? Now then, here is uh, today's loony leftist of the day. You uh, may have seen the video of the screaming, obscenity-shouting teacher in Oregon. Uh, here is the uh, story from uh, Fox News. Oregon teacher suspended after screaming, making obscene gestures at anti-lockdown protesters. A teacher in Oregon has been placed on administrative leave. I'm sure that's with pay, because she's a good little lefty. After a viral video appeared to show her, it didn't appear to show her, it did show her, screaming like a lunatic, uh, making obscene gestures, that is, we're number one, at a group of anti-lockdown protesters in downtown Bend, Oregon. The teacher was also captured flipping the bird numerous times. She even did the double-barreled bird, you know, both hands. She later then waved and smiled at the person taking the video before driving away. Jefferson County School Superintendent Jefferson you can't have a county in Oregon named after Thomas Jefferson. What the hell are they thinking? That's got to be changed immediately to Karl uh, Marx County or Joseph Stalin County. We are aware of the incident and are investigating, uh, investigating said Superintendent Ken Parshall. Uh, Parshall declined to name the teacher or which school she worked at. Well, shouldn't she be doxxed? That's what the left would do, right? Put out her home address and her phone number and her email address and her Facebook account. Oh yeah, I knew this part was coming. He said the teacher is on paid leave pending the outcome of the investigation. <laughs> Anybody want to guess what the outcome of the investigation is going to be? Yeah. Oh, lapse in judgment. 
but she certainly is qualified to teach our young people the benefits and the advantages of socialism over capitalism. Oregon is one of only a handful of states that have required at least a partial closure of schools as long as local COVID-19 infections, infections remain above certain levels. Uh, on Friday, the Oregon Health Authority reported uh, 2,100 cases. Uh, that same day, Governor Kate Brown, she's a real lunatic as well, said the only way to end this pandemic is to continue taking safety precautions until the vaccine is widely administered. Mm -hmm. Okay, right after you, Gov, you go right ahead. In on the text line, Bobby, Pfizer will have an R&D center in Wuhan, China. The irony should not be lost on us, nor should the suspicion. Within two years, China will take over and nationalize the R&D center and steal all the intellectual property, just as they do to any other business that opens in China. Uh, oh, and, and I stand corrected. Thank you. Uh, I hate it uh, when I inadvertently make a mistake, but it happens from time to time. Uh, Bobby, Jefferson County, Oregon isn't named after Thomas Jefferson. It's named after George and Wheezy. Well, I, I stand corrected. And uh, thank you for uh, pointing out that error in my commentary. <laughs> Quarter after three. Uh, it's going to be an interesting day here on the Bobby Mack Show today because I will have an announcement to make right after the 5 o'clock news this afternoon that I think you'll be interested in hearing. In the meantime, stay right there because I'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Disco lives at 106.3. <laughs> Still remember that uh, great scene in uh, Airplane where uh, there, there's disco music playing in the background and the plane flies into the tower of the radio station and knocks it off the top of the skyscraper? The music goes, that's it. In on the text line, Bobby, God bless Texas. Yeah, I've got this story in my hand. We'll uh, come right back to it. Texas asks Supreme Court to rule election in four battleground states unconstitutional. 
Can the Supreme Court do that, Bobby? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Uh, Bobby, European Union wants to create economic policy and then send the U.S. taxpayers to pay for it. And uh, Biden approves of that. Uh, afternoon, Bobby Mack. Remember the photo of Audie Murphy, a most decorated soldier in World War II, and his uniform with all his medals? Uh, he'd make any uniform look good. But it is uh, another beautiful day in Greer. Uh, Bobby Mack, the Class A and Class B, was the best everyday uniform the Army ever had. The stupids went to using the dress blues with a white as an everyday work uniform, renaming it the ASU. Uh, Army, please go back to the Class A and B. I would agree. Of course, my uniform back in the day was a tiger stripe fatigue pants from, uh, what was the guy's name? Crazy Joe's, I think. Yeah, I think that was the name of the guy's place. Tiger stripe uh, fatigue pants uh, and uh, Hawaiian shirts. I know it. It, it did look kind of strange, but it was distinctive. You know, wearing that uh, was kind of like being a walking billboard. You know, and people would say, "Ah, there goes another spook." There's one right there. <laughs> Uh, is it a, was it a billboard for not matching? Don't know. <laughs> colorblind? Yes, I'm colorblind. <laughs> yeah, we all looked like we'd been dressed by the British, you know? They always, they got the, they've always got the, the plaids and the stripes and the checks all together. Now, I have a really good friend that lives in London. I take offense for that one, Bobby. <laughs> but they do have some stylish, some stylish wear, but, and they also got some combinations. And when here in America we try and copy that, you know, we can never Good quite Good get job. it this. Yeah, we we just we can't quite get it the same as they as they do. Um, Bobby, we've got a big problem. I just got an email from Shopbop, an Amazon company like Whole Foods and Zappos and who knows what else, and twenty percent of sales are going to a Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation i.e. the radical leftist. Additionally, there's more propaganda in the email for the young people, uh, the one they haven't uh, gotten around to brainwashing yet. Gotcha. To the phones we go. Thanks for patiently waiting. Our leadoff batter today is Bill, who is in Greenville. Hi, Bill, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Back. I got a little story about medicines and vaccines. Mm-hmm. Last month. I was diagnosed with lymphoma, Ooh. so I had to start chemo. Right. So they give me this little booklet about the chemo I'd be taking, and I was reading the stuff, asking me was I allergic. You know, the eight wanted me to know. I was right. going through the list, and everything was no, 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 and I finally got, and it said, was I allergic to mouse protein? Wait, wait a second. Like a wait a second, Bill. Were you allergic to what? Mouse protein. Like a mouse like this in your house. That's that's what I thought. Like. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. Mouse well, mouse protein? I, I read it two or three times. So <laughs> I, when I went, when I, 
I, I said, well, how no, I ain't never eaten no mouse protein. <laughs> no kidding. So how am I supposed to know if I'm allergic to it? So I go in for my chemo, and I ask the nurse. I says, "Yes, may I have any questions?" I said, "Yeah, I got one." I says, "What in the world is mouse protein?" Right. And she said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, that's what's in this little booklet you give me." Right. And I had to show her what I was talking about. And she said, well, I don't know. I said, well, how am I supposed to know whether or not I'm allergic to it? And she said, well, I don't know either. I said, well, if you come back in here and I'm gnawing on the wood, you know I'm allergic to it. <laughs> right. Or if I come in here and I've got a big chunk of cheese in my hand. Or growing a t- I said, I had to go. It's a two-day thing. And I told her, if I come back with a tail tomorrow, you know I'm allergic to it. Holy cow. But, well, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll tell you. you don't know what these people put in this stuff. No kidding. No kidding. But, now I got to admit, that first treatment made me feel a whole lot better. Well, good. Because I was about to say, Bill, uh, one thing is obvious, that uh, the, uh, the lymphoma has not damaged your sense of humor. And, uh, and that is uh, oh. real... That is really encouraging to see, my friend. God bless you. Hey, I don't let nothing bother me. There you go. I get aggravated and get tired of listening to all these fools. But, yeah. hey, if you can't go on the bright side of life, you might as well be under the ground. There you go. What's the point? Just let it, uh, just let it, just let it roll off like, uh, I don't know, like, like water off a mouse's back. Well, I was diagnosed two years ago, right. and I wouldn't let them do nothing to me because they wanted to cut the place off of my left side of my face is how I found that I had a knot on there. Right. And I went through the doctors, and they wanted that uh, that cancer doctor wanted it cut off. Well, a surgeon told me there was a 70% chance they'd leave my left eye closed all the time. Ooh. And, I, and then that... And I, I told that doctor, I said, well, hell, I drive for a living. I can't do that. Yeah, no kidding. And, and then the oncologist said that they may not do nothing but watch it. I said, well, I got news for you. I can watch it just as good as y'all can. <laughs> and I ain't going to let you shut my face. That's right. And, and, you saved, I I, and, and you saved all the money in four years of med school. Yeah, and guess what? I'm on Social Security, on Medicare now, so... The bills are a whole lot cheaper. There you go. <laughs> Man. But, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, telling you. I'm telling you, I won't take, I don't even take a flu vaccine because ain't no telling what's in all that stuff. Yeah. Mouse protein. I mean, you know, it's, it's a matter, it's a matter of life and death for me now, so I ain't got no choice. But, uh, yeah, I get that. I, uh, I fully understand that. Uh, I'll take it when they tell me I ain't got, you know, I got to do something. Yeah, last so, option. Uh, right. Uh, well, that, it ain't gonna happen. I hear you. We'll be uh, we'll be praying for you, Bill. You'll be fine. Hang tough. Oh yeah, I ain't worried about it. There you go. Good to talk to you, brother. Take care. Three twenty nine here on the Bobby Mac Show. Little Annie is standing by. She's in the news center with the update. I'm right back on the other side, and we'll get to the story about uh, don't mess with Texas when it comes to election fraud. That's next. Welcome back. 3.36 now, 24 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. You've heard the expression, don't mess with Texas. Uh, This story from the Epic Times today. The state of Texas uh, 
has today filed an election lawsuit in the U.S. Supreme Court against Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin, alleging that those states unconstitutionally changed election laws, treated voters unequally, and triggered significant voting irregularities by relaxing ballot integrity measures. Plaintiff states respectively uh, submits that the foregoing types of electoral irregularities exceed the hanging Chad saga, saga of the 2000 election in their degree of departure from both state and federal law and with the Constitution. Ken Paxton, he is the Texas AG, filed the challenge on the day of the so-called safe harbor deadline. The cumulative electoral votes in the four states are enough to determine the outcome of the 2020 election. Quote, Trust in the integrity of our election process is sacrosanct and binds our citizenry and the states in this union together. Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin destroyed that trust and compromised the security and integrity of the 2020 election, Paxton said in a statement. And actually, when you get right down to it, you know, there are just a couple of uh, major cities, Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta, among them, uh, the Texas AG continued, the states violated statutes enacted by their duly elected legislatures, thereby violating the Constitution. By ignoring both state and federal law, these states have not only tainted the integrity of their own citizens' vote, but of Texas and every other state that held lawful elections. Their failure to abide by the rule of law casts a dark shadow of doubt over the outcome of the entire election. We now ask that the Supreme Court step in to correct this egregious error. The Trump campaign and third-party groups have pending legal challenges in all of the states, but to date, only a lawsuit brought by Pennsylvania Republicans has escalated to the nation's highest court, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito ordered briefs for that case to be submitted by Tuesday morning, signaling that a decision on temporary restraining orders is imminent. The primary argument by the plaintiff centers on the enactment of election laws, rules, and procedures in the four states, which allegedly breached the Constitution's divestment of the power to appoint electors to state legislatures. For example, the secretaries of state in Pennsylvania and Georgia abrogated state statutes requiring signature verification for absentee or mail-in ballots. And it's worse than that. You know, you've got uh, an absentee or a mail-in ballot where the date where it was submitted is, is, uh, is smudged and can't be read. That ballot's got to be tossed. You've got a ballot where the signatures don't match, where the signature on the ballot does not match the signature on file. Those ballots have to be tossed. You've got mail-in ballots from people that are dead. Obviously, they've got to be tossed. You've got uh, 
absentee or mail-in ballots from people that are not on the voter registration rolls, same thing. All of these categories, all of those ballots are fraudulent and have to be tossed. They cannot be counted. That's the law. Back to the phones we go uh, here at 19 before 4. Let's go to Spartanburg next and bring in Mike here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Mike, and welcome to the program. Good evening, Mr. Mack. Yes, sir. Um, I'm curious. I want to get your opinion on something here. Okay. Uh, I mean, because I, I listen to 106.3 all day long. I mean, I'm either listening with through my little Bluetooth headphones or I've got a regular pair of plug-in earbuds. It don't matter as long as I get to listen. Well, thank you. We um, greatly appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I've... I, I've I used to not really listen to talk radio. It used to bore me to death until I actually moved to South Carolina <laughs> and, and seeing all the corruption and everything going on in my country. I said, let me listen to this. And I got to actually listening, and I've been listening now for probably a good year and a half. Wow, nice. Well, it's great to have you aboard uh, because it's uh, it's not only entertaining, it's instructive. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, um, but anyways, I'm calling to get your opinion about Texas. Now, it's kind of like the old saying, don't mess with Texas. And, I, and if they can actually pull this off and they actually listen to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court actually does what's right. And uh, I'm just wondering, though, do you think other, but anyways, do you think other states are going to join Texas in this fight? I would certainly hope so. Uh, they certainly can. They can be added to the uh, Texas Attorney General's lawsuit. And I would hope that uh, Alan Wilson, our AG here in South Carolina, would add South Carolina to the list as well. Because fortunately, yeah. we didn't. The, the Democrats tried here in South Carolina to get these uh, fraudulent ballot depositories, as I refer to them. Uh, these, uh, yeah, these essentially trash cans that they put up uh, on street corners where you could drop in uh, ballots, uh, which is an obvious encouragement to fraud. They tried to, to get that, and they also tried to get no witness signature required on absentee ballots. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely illegal there as well. Yes, it is. And, and uh, uh, it was uh, ruled uh, okay by a federal district court judge here in South Carolina, who uh, it'll be unsurprising to you, Mike, to learn was an Obama appointee. And the South Carolina GOP took the lawsuit to the Supreme Court uh, where they yeah. won. Yeah. And so yeah, we didn't, we didn't have anything any of that. about Democrat. I always think Obama, he's behind, yeah. all, he's behind all this. Yeah. Him, his, Schumer, all of them. Yeah, his hand is everywhere. You're right. So Supreme Court ruled in our favor. And as a result... Uh, we didn't get the kind of uh, egregious uh, flaunting of election laws that we saw in these four states, uh, probably as well in Nevada and in Arizona. So uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Now, the Supreme Court yeah. is, is under no obligation to take the case. But given the, given the weight of the merit of what's at stake here, uh, the Supreme Court refuses to hear the case. Boy, is there going to be outrage over that? Yeah. 
Yeah, but it would be pretty cool, though, if there was a such thing as a miracle. This would probably be one. Yeah. In yeah. Pol- a miracle in politics. Yeah, because because the media, of course, continues to carry the water for uh, the guy they keep referring to as president-elect. Uh, nobody, yeah, I don't care. I don't until everything certified. Absolutely correct. He's he's not president-elect of anything. Uh, not even the Harper Valley PTA. <laughs> <laughs> President of the Senior Dementia Club. There, yeah, yeah. Well, that one he would certainly qualify for. Thank you for the call, Mike, and uh, and thanks for uh, yep. for being out there and in our supportive audience because uh, we don't say it enough, but we greatly appreciate everybody who is behind us. So thank you very oh, much. Oh, yeah, got to. Appreciate it, sir. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. I'll be right back. Hello, Steely Dan, bringing us back. 351, nine before four o'clock here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on my text line, Bobby, I don't understand why registration, voter registration, doesn't require a fingerprint ID. A ballot with a provision for fingerprint ID would reduce significantly the possibility of fraud. One matching set of fingerprints verified cancels registration record. Well, look, I mean, we use a fingerprint ID for something as simple as getting into your smartphone. Uh, But of course, you know, the Democrats don't want more restrictive technology. They want less. They, They prefer none at all which is uh, they were well on their way to doing, as we saw November 3rd just passed. Meantime, the uh, tyrants of industry continue. Yet another airline announcing that it sees so-called COVID passports, proof that travelers have been vaccinated and or tested negative for coronavirus as essential for them to be able to travel. Thank God I don't go anywhere anymore that I can't drive to. Uh, Lance Gokongwe, president and CEO of Cebu Pacific, CEBU, the largest budget airline in the Philippines, made the comments to reporters yesterday. We do think that's essential, especially as we open up international travel. He said, adding that there are different vaccines and we, I think we have to work on a single global COVID passport so that each country respects the passport. He also said that without fears of the virus spreading, being allayed by vaccination and herd immunity. Where do we have, what percentage of people do we have to get to to get herd immunity anymore? With Fauci, I guess probably 99.9%. Uh, He said, without those things, there's nothing to be spoken about. That has to be the number one priority to get vaccines in the hands in as much of the global population as possible. And then connecting this to a COVID passport. I just can't help thinking about NWO whenever I hear this kind of discussion. New World Order. Another COVID passport type system known as the Common Pass, sponsored by the World Economic Forum, is under development. A further COVID passport app called the ADK, no, the AOK Pass, AOK Pass, 
from travel security firm International SOS is currently undergoing trials between Abu Dhabi and Pakistan. Hundreds of tech companies, visions of dollar signs dancing in their heads, are scrambling all over themselves to develop these COVID passport systems. Anyone still labeling this a conspiracy theory is either willfully ignorant or just plain uninformed, they claim. Oh, really? How about more informed than you guys would like? Meantime, the blowback continues. Campbell County, Virginia has rejected uh, Democrat Governor Blackface Ralph Northam's coronavirus restrictions, declaring itself a First Amendment sanctuary in a resolution which makes it the first locality in the Commonwealth of Virginia to openly resist the governor's orders. The County Board of Supervisors unanimously approved the measure last week in response to Northam's pre-Thanksgiving limits on public gatherings to 25 people or fewer, as well as an extension of the state's mask mandate to include children over the age of five. So if COVID comes along and it sees a four-year-old, it says, okay, leave those kids alone. He's not yet five years old. Restaurants are also prohibited from selling alcohol after 10 o'clock at night. Campbell County's resolution requests that the Sheriff's Department refuse to assist any official, state or federal, in attempting to enforce the unconstitutional order of the governor. The rebellious decision echoes a 2019 measure in which the county, which voted 71% for Trump in the 2020 election, declared itself a Second Amendment sanctuary as one of several counties and cities which passed similar measures rejecting new gun control laws in the Commonwealth. I got to make a note of that place. Campbell County, Virginia. Uh, They're still in America. They're still in America there. Now take a break for the news as hour number one has slipped on past As we kick off hour number three, right after five this afternoon, I will have an announcement to make that may be of interest to you. And hour number two is right around the corner here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.